Hi, I'm Matthias. In this lesson, we're going to take simple two-note chords and use them to create riffs that you can then incorporate into your own playing. Specifically, we're going to use what are called inversions. This lesson will help you to expand your knowledge of the fretboard and give you more harmonic options than just power chords so that you can create some awesome music. This first set of exercises uses fingering inversions. In exercise one, what we're doing is we're starting off with a root position power chord. So I've got my index finger on the fourth string at the seventh fret and then I have my third finger on the third string at the ninth fret. So I've got the notes A and E. So I've got an open fifth, that's my power chord. Now the inversion that I'm creating here, it's going to change the chord. This is simply just a fingering inversion. So all I'm doing is I'm changing, bringing my third finger over to the fourth string and bringing my first finger over to the third string. What that then gives me is a minor third. And so the notes that I have right here with my third finger, I have B then going up to D. Now the note that we're continuing to hit on the fifth string is the open A. So you could say the key that we're playing in would be A minor. And so I'm starting with an A5, and then moving B to D. I've got the interval of a minor third. Then I'm going to shift back to the fifth position and I'm going to have another root position power chord. I'm gonna have my first finger on the fourth string at the fifth fret and then my third finger on the third string at the seventh fret. This gives me the notes G and D. Now, since it's a G natural, and not a G sharp, that puts us in A pure minor, or for you uh, theory buffs, it would be the Aeolian mode. So I've got root position power chord based on G right there, G to D. Then I'm just going to switch my third and first fingers again. Third finger moves to the fourth string, first finger moves to the third string and then I have another minor third interval. So right there I've got an A, then going up to C. So what's kind of cool with this is that I started off with an A5, and then I finish off with what would be an A minor. So all of this stays within the key of A minor. And there's lots of different ways you can use this to create riffs. Um, the, the example uh, that I just played a second ago is just a nice slow riff uh, that we keep the fifth string open. I'm just using all downstrokes, using a lot of palm muting, and it's just a very, very simple riff, but it's very, very useful when you're working with inversions, moving back and forth between your open fifths and your minor thirds.
Exercise two follows the same chord structure, but at a faster tempo with different syncopations. In this example, we're playing the exact same chord structure. So we've got our A5 that we're starting with. We have the open fifth. Moving to the minor third. Then shifting back. And the only difference is that we've changed up the rhythm. Now with this faster rhythm, uh, it is a little bit tricky. So what you'll notice in looking at the uh, notation or tablature is that you've got a series of 16th notes on the open fifth string. Uh, it's four 16th notes followed by the chord, then five 16th notes followed by the chord, then five more. When you're playing that slow, that can be very tricky to feel the accents properly. So it might not really come together until you reach a certain speed but go ahead and practice that slow uh, just to make sure that you get it accurate. So again, it's just simply open fifth to third, slide back, open fifth to third. And you can also just work on this exercise just with the left hand by itself. You don't even need to use the right hand. Just work fingering the chord and then shifting. Shift back, finger the fifth, and then the third. And as you change your shape, work with just the fingers moving. Make sure your hand's not doing anything weird because it doesn't need to. Just keep it very relaxed, fifth, minor third, fifth, minor third. And you can just stay in one spot, just go back and forth. Just a very simple shift like that. And just shifting from the fifth to the minor third can create some great riffs. This next set of exercises uses chord inversions. With this device, the chord remains the same, but the voicing changes. Here's how it works. In this example, we're starting with a similar chord structure, starting with our A5. But then what we're going to do is we're going to bring the fourth finger up to the 10th fret on the third string. Gives us a nice dissonant sound right there. So whereas I started with the open fifth, the notes going A up to E, bringing the fourth finger up to the 10th fret, that gives me the intervals going A up to F. Okay, then I'm just going to move back to my open fifth right here. And then I'll finish that with the fourth. I'm gonna bar at the uh, seventh fret along strings four and three. And so that'll give me the notes A and D right there.
Now, the inversion that we're going to do is we're going to play the exact same chords, but we're going to create different voicings. So here's how it works. The first time through, I played this open fifth. So the second time through, the chord, rather than it being an open fifth, is going to be an inverted fifth, which is a fourth. So I'm going to bar with my index finger along strings five and four. This is at the seventh fret. You can hear the similarities between the two. I'm playing the exact same notes, but they're in a different order and in a different octave. The first time, I have A up to E. The second time is E up to A. Okay, the second chord, the first time through, I have the interval A going up to F. So the inversion of that, that's a sixth right there. The inversion of that creates a third. So instead of playing the F on the third string, I'm going to play the F on the fifth string. So my notes are then on the fifth and the fourth string. So the first time through is A up to F. The second time, F up to A. And then the third chord, the first time through, I'm barring at the seventh fret the notes A over to D on the fourth and third string. So that's the interval of a fourth. So what I'm going to do is invert the fourth, which is a fifth. So that brings me to the D right here and the A right here. So what's cool with these shapes is for every one that you play, you can change the voicing and create really cool riffs because you're playing the same chords, but they're in different locations and they have a different sound. And you're by no means limited to just these inversions. There's all sorts of other inversions and shapes that we can do to create some really, really cool riffs. But this is a great starting point for you. Just as before, exercise two follows the same chord structure, but at a faster tempo with different syncopations. This example, obviously at a faster tempo, we're still using the same chord shapes, just the faster rhythm as we did in the first exercise. Now, one thing to also keep in mind as you're playing this is after you play each chord, notice that I'm releasing, or a better term would be relaxing my left hand because I don't want to get bleed 
from the chord into the open fifth string bass note. Because if it bleeds over, it just gets a little bit too noisy. So I want to keep all of the notes very, very short. So I'll start off playing just the open bass string, fifth string for our A. And then when I jump up to the chord, as soon as I play that chord, relaxing it. So starting off with my open fifth, going up to my sixth, back to the open fifth, finishing on the fourth. Just as we did in the previous exercise. And then I've got the inverted fifth, which is a fourth. The inverted sixth, which is a third. Back to my uh, fourth. And then the inverted fourth, which is a fifth, which is our standard power chord. Now, if you're just now working on these inversions, they can be a little confusing just to, to memorize, you know, well, what's, what's the flip side of this? What, if, if it's a sixth one way, you know, what, what is it the other way? So it's gonna take a little bit of time to get used to, but once you really start to, to grasp these inversions and where you can shift notes around on the neck of the guitar, it's really going to give you a lot of creative opportunities when you're writing. There are many options for creating inversions on the guitar. Using these devices will allow you to be more creative when you're working on riffs. If you haven't already, be sure to check out my other videos. And if you're just beginning to play guitar, you'll want my Metal Guitar Method course. I'm Matthias, now go forth and rock.